Hello, my name is Father Edward Looney, and you are listening to a bonus episode of the podcast, How They Love Mary. In the bonus episodes, I bring you the latest Marian tweets that I've seen on social media. I haven't done one for two weeks, so we have lots to talk about. Alexis Walkenstein, who appeared on How They Love Mary in episode 22 from the Library of Fulton Sheen, tweeted this. Our blessed mother is our ally. The devil is afraid of Mary. Pray the rosary daily. If you want to seize the power of Satan, pray the rosary daily. Hashtag homily. Apparently Alexis heard this at a mass that she attended. A very good reminder to all of us about the power of the rosary. And right now, throughout the world, people are praying the rosary and 54-day rosary novenas and as part of Perusia's spiritual rosary pilgrimage. So keep praying the rosary so that you might conquer evil. A faithful servant handle at the Conquistador tweeted this, For about three weeks, I've felt a little off, and I've noticed that attacks of temptation increasing as well. Three weeks ago, I lost my scapular, and last night I found it after watching the movie Fatima. It's no coincidence that I found it. I believe it's Our Lady coming to my aid. Of course, we know that sacramentals are powerful against the forces of evil. We already heard Alexis's tweet about how the rosary is a force to reckon with uh, the temptations of the evil one. And so we also have been given the scapular that many people wear. We spoke with Steve Kirikis on an earlier episode of How They Love Mary, the founder of scapulars.com. And so we have other sacramentals and we have the scapular, like this individual is indicating, that is powerful against temptation. They notice that when they weren't wearing it, that they were assaulted by the evil one. We always want to be wrapped in the motherly protection, the motherly mantle of Our Lady and the scapular does it. And what a coincidence. She says it's not a coincidence. We would say it's a God incidence that she finds it after watching the movie Fatima. We know in the final apparition of Our Lady of Fatima in October 13th, 1917, that Our Lady appeared as Our Lady of Mount Carmel. It was a three-phased apparition in which Our Lady appeared in different uh, wardrobes, you could say. Gretchen Crow of OSV recently was speaking with her three-year-old child. Me to three-year-old. I'm going to finish our walk by praying the rosary. Do you have any special intentions you would like to pray for? Three-year-old. Everyone. Me. Okay. But anyone special? Three-year-old. Everyone. So consider yourself prayed for tonight. Hashtag domestic church. Hashtag Catholic life. Hashtag rosary. When you pray the rosary, I recommend offering intentions, maybe attaching it to each decade of the mystery, or maybe at the very beginning, just calling to mind everybody you want to pray for. What a beautiful sentiment Gretchen did with her child, with her three-year-old child, asking the child, who do you want to pray for? Cam the Indulgence Man, handle at CatholicCam17, says, Introduced my non-Catholic friend out of the newly wedded couple to the tradition of giving Mary the bridal bouquet, albeit just the one rose. Of course, this is a custom that has kind of gone by the wayside for the most part. Maybe about 25% of my weddings do it where the couple will go to the statue of Our Lady and then present a rose. This couple being non-Catholic, they did it after Mass. Looks like Catholic Cam took this individual to a statue of Mary and said, why don't you leave her a rose? What a simple gesture that this happens. Or what a simple gesture but how meaningful it is beyond comprehension. Only years from now, from eternity, will they know what placing that rose really meant for their relationship. Vincent Spadoni quotes a poem, 
Lovely lady, dressed in blue, teach us how to pray. This is a line of a poem, but it's a very beautiful sentiment too. Lovely lady, dressed in blue, teach us how to pray. That as we pray the rosary, Our Lady is teaching us how to meditate. That as we think about how it is that Our Lady taught the Christ child to pray, that now she's teaching us, her children, how to pray. Paige Bernadette tweeted on September 1st, September is the month dedicated to Our Lady of Sorrows, the feast day being September 15th. Take some time this month to meditate on the seven sorrows which pierce the heart of Our Lady. Drop your favorite Our Lady of Sorrows image below if you'd like. Bishop Zubek of Pittsburgh says, Are you afraid or ashamed to go to confession? God, who loves you deeply, is waiting for you with open arms. If you have difficulty overcoming your resistance, ask our dear Mother Mary to help you to take that step so you can experience God's love and forgiveness. What a beautiful way to prepare ourselves for the sacrament of confession. Or maybe if we're unwilling, kind of resistant to going, to say, Mary, lean me to the confessional. In many of her apparitions, Our Lady spoke about confession. She wants us to go and to experience the mercy of Jesus, the forgiveness of our sins. Gloria Purvis tweeted, Congolese Catholics were not converts, as they are sometimes described, but cradle Catholics who for generations learned the faith from their own people with the devotion to Mary that rivals that of Mexico or Poland. She included this as a quote from an article by Damien Costello that appeared in U.S. Catholic, Pray with Our Lady of Stono to heal the wounds of slavery. Our Lady can be a great intercessor for us now, and we turn to her intercession, as that article indicates, to heal the wounds of slavery. Link in the show notes. Catherine Jean Lopez shares a hashtag homily tweet she heard. You have a loving mother in heaven who wants to help you. Isn't that right? Some of us might have two mothers in heaven, our earthly mother and our heavenly mother. But we have a loving mother who is the mother of the church, who wants to help us, who wants to advocate for us, who wants to mediate grace to us. Maria at Catholic Gabby says, Rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn. Thank you, beloved mother, for giving us comfort when mourning with you. Our Lady of Sorrows, pray for us. As we hear this uh, reminder again, the second tweet mentioning that September is the month of Our Lady of Sorrows, it is a good reminder for us that there are people who are mourning right now. In this COVID-19 situation that we find ourselves in, of course, we realize that, yes, there are people who are mourning loved ones who have died from the coronavirus, and so they can relate to Our Lady of Sorrows. We can think of parents, maybe, who have lost a child recently. We can think of children who have lost their parents. Everybody is probably mourning someone in their life, and they can find a companion in Our Lady of Sorrows. Bishop Barra says, Holy Spirit, help us to grow in our tender love of Mary. What a beautiful sentiment the bishop offers us in this prayer that he tweets. Holy Spirit, help us to grow in our tender love of Mary. I've read True Devotion to Mary now three or four times recently, listening to the audio, reading the text. And one of the things that always strikes me when I hear it is that the Holy Spirit loves to find a soul that's devoted to the Blessed Mother. Because finding that soul, the Holy Spirit finds the one to whom the Spirit was espoused, the Blessed Virgin Mary. Morris Day and the Ordinary Time, handle uncouth underscore bard, has two tweets that I want to mention. They came one after the other as I liked them on my feed. When I consecrated myself to Mary last year, I put my vocation and debt in her hands. A few months ago, I got a check in the mail randomly from a lady in the parish. Today, I saw her for the first time since, and she told me she was clearly told to do it during her daily rosary. There we see the convergence of Marian devotion for two individuals, 
one who consecrates their life to Jesus through Mary and says, even this debt that I want to take care of, I give it to you, Lord. I know that you will help me with this. This woman praying sends that check. Morris tweeted a second one that I liked. Please pray for a young Muslim man who is curious about Catholicism and is captivated by Our Lady and wants to know her better. We've been talking and he is concerned because of his location, about his safety, but would also like us to pray for his family and their conversion also. Our Lady plays a prominent role in Islam and so it's no wonder that this individual, a Muslim, is attracted to the Catholic faith because of the Blessed Virgin Mary. A faithful servant handle V. Conquistador gets a second shout out on this podcast today. One thing my mother-in-law told us on our wedding day was to pray the rosary daily as a couple. I wasn't always the most disciplined, but my bride never strayed. It's been five years now for me, and the gifts of the Holy Rosary have been a blessing beyond words. Men, pray the rosary. This is great advice, of course, that the mother-in-law gave to this couple that they've followed every single day. The rosary, I believe, truly makes you a better person. It makes you love God. It makes you love others. And when we ask Mary to pray for us each and every day, all of those times that we do, there's only it's only natural that we would increase in virtue and that we would experience grace. Father Patrick Brennan tweeted, Our Lady of the Forsaken, patroness of the mentally ill, the dejected, the forsaken, and the abandoned, the excluded and marginalized, pray for us. A title of Our Lady that I haven't really heard of, Our Lady of the Forsaken, but it's one that we can now invoke for many different needs that we find. We celebrated on September 8th the feast day of Our Lady's birthday, her nativity, and these are some of the tweets I saw on social media that day. Father Aquinas OP said, I wonder how the Holy Family celebrated Mary's birthday. It's a nice thought that he offers us to think about. And of course, this is one of those exercises in our imagination. We can imagine what the birthday was like in heaven for our heavenly queen. We can also maybe even imagine what celebrating her birthday would have been like here on earth if that was a custom of that time to celebrate one's nativity. How do you think the Holy Family celebrated Mary's birth? Kitty Prejean McGrady tweeted, Happy birthday, Ma, and an image of Our Lady with a crown that says, Birthday Girl. It kind of made me chuckle when I saw it. And in our final tweet for this bonus episode of How They Love Mary, Cassie Volpentesta, quoting Pierre Giorgio Frassani, says, Our Lady is worth a whole lot to the church, and we owe everything to her. And on her birthday on September 8th, truly, we did give everything to Jesus through Mary, that we allowed our praises to be sung in honor of the one who gave birth to the Savior of the world. You have been listening to a bonus episode of the podcast, How They Love Mary. I hope that this podcast has either been the beginning or the deepening of your Marian devotion. You can follow me, Father Edward Looney, on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at the handle at FR Edward Looney. If you like this podcast, please rate it. Please review it on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on Spotify, wherever you find your podcasts. And if you don't mind, please share it on social media as well. Until next time, let's remain united in prayer. To Jesus, through Mary, God bless.